Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 30 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, uh, we wish to study the last appearances of the Lord Jesus. And we will see this in three parts. First, Peter restored. You may find this recorded in John 21, verses 1 through 23. Then, second, the Great Commission, which is recorded in Matthew 28, verse 16 through 20. And then, in the third part, the Ascension of Christ, which is found in Luke 24, verse 50 through 53, and Acts 1, verses 1 through 14. So first, Peter restored. We find this in John 21, verse 1 through 23. After Jesus had appeared to the disciples with Thomas in Jerusalem, the disciples now travel to Galilee. Jesus had already told the women to tell the disciples to go into Galilee, and he would meet them there. And so now they go to Galilee, and while they are waiting for Jesus there, they have nothing to do. And then Peter says, I go fishing. And there are several other disciples with him, and they say, we are going with you. And so they get a ship, and they go onto the Sea of Tiberias, and they fish all night, but they catch nothing. In the morning, they see a stranger walking on the shore. They do not realize that it is Jesus. But this stranger now calls out to them, Children, have you any meat? Oh, how difficult that must have been for those disciples to return the answer, No, they had been fishing all night, and they had nothing. Oh, then Jesus says to them, Cast your net on the right side of the ship. Cast it on the other side of the ship, the side where you usually do not cast your net, and you will catch. And we see that the disciples are obedient. 
They are made willing to obey. That is the work of God. For by nature we would rebel. But they cast the net on the other side of the ship. And then the net is full of fishes. That is the last miracle that Jesus performed while he was yet on earth. And then John says to Peter, It is the Lord. He now recognizes, not by looking at Jesus, but at the miracle. He says, It is the Lord. And when Peter hears this, then he makes himself ready to cast himself overboard. Since they are so close to land, he jumps over into the water and he swims to shore. In the meantime, the other disciples bring the ship, dragging the net with fishes. And when they come to shore, then they see that Jesus has prepared a fire, and on that fire he has roasted some fish and bread. Oh, he does tell the disciples to bring of the fish that they have caught. But he has already prepared a meal for them. And he invites them to sit down and to dine with him. And now when they were finished their meal, then Jesus turns to Simon Peter. And he says, Simon Peter, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He actually means, Simon, do you love me more than the other disciples love me? Oh, then uh, Simon says, Lord, uh, thou knowest that I love thee. And then Jesus asks that three times. And when Peter hears it the third time, oh, then he is sad. He is grieved. But oh, then he may have thought, I have denied my master three times. Now my master asks me three times whether I love him. And then he has only one answer. Lord, thou knowest all things. Also what lives in my heart. Thou knowest that I love thee. Oh, then Jesus commands Peter uh, to feed his lambs, and his sheep. And then he commands Peter and the other disciples to follow him, and he will make them fishers of men rather than fishermen. So we see that Peter had to confess three times that he loved the Lord, and then he is restored as an apostle to go forth to feed the sheep and the lambs. Then uh, Jesus commands his disciples uh, to go on to a mount in Galilee. We do not know which mount it is, but we see in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, verse 16 through 20, uh, that the disciples go up on that mount and Jesus meets them there. 
And then Jesus gives his last instructions, but he also gives the commission, the command to go forth. Jesus says, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Oh, as the Son of God, I have all power. And now I send you out as apostles uh, to go forth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. There is what we call the Great Commission. The disciples are commanded to go not just to Judea, but even into Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth, and they must preach the gospel. And where they preach, they must also baptize those who believe, and they must baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. All earlier we emphasized that the salvation of the sinner is the love of God through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so the Christians are baptized in the name of a triune God. Oh, then they must teach those people to observe all the commandments that Jesus has left them. And then Jesus gives a comfort to his apostles, his disciples, but to the Christian church throughout all ages when he says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Oh, Jesus will ascend into heaven, but his presence will be with his church over the length and over the breadth of the earth, always, even to the end of the world. That is the comfort for God's church, especially those who are persecuted for his name's sake, that they may look up to him and believe that he is always with them. Then Jesus and his disciples return to Judea. And we see the ascension of the Lord Jesus in Luke 24, verse 50 through 53, and Acts 1, verse 1 through 14. Then Jesus leads his disciples out from Bethany to the Mount of Olives. It is now 40 days after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And then he tells his disciples, you must go back to Jerusalem and wait till I have poured out my spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter from on high. Then you will be filled with the Holy Ghost, and then you will have power to preach the gospel and to do miracles. And then the disciples, still thinking of an earthly kingdom, dare to ask, Lord, is this the time that you will restore the kingdom? Oh, Jesus says, it is not for you 
to know the times and the seasons. There are things that we must leave in God's hand, but you must witness the gospel through all nations when you have received the Holy Ghost. And then Jesus blesses them, and while blessing, he is taken up into heaven in a cloud. All the disciples stand and watch as Jesus ascends into heaven. And they stand there looking. And then two angels appear unto them and say, Men, what are you looking for? This same Jesus that you have seen ascending into heaven will come in like manner again on that great day of judgment. All then the disciples returned to Jerusalem, and this time with great joy. All when Jesus had died, they were sad, but now that they have seen Jesus ascending to his place of glory, they are filled with joy. And they go to Jerusalem, and they wait until the Spirit is poured out. Oh, we want to summarize our lessons so far by pointing out that there are five steps of humiliation and four steps of exaltation. And you would find them when you read the Apostles' Creed. And so we see the first step of his humiliation is his humble birth in the manger. Then the second step is his suffering. Oh, he suffered all his life, but especially in this last week and last day. The third step of his humiliation was his death. Oh, he died a, a cursed death on the cross. Then the fourth step of his humiliation is his burial. And then finally, the fifth step, he descended into hell. But Jesus did not remain in the grave, but he also was exalted. And we have four steps of his exaltation. The first one was his resurrection. Then he is to ascend into heaven. And when he has ascended, he will sit at the right hand of his Father. And then there is one step that must still be fulfilled, and that is when a Christ will come again on that day of judgment. Oh, then his exaltation will be complete. But the work of Christ is not finished. He has ascended into heaven, but he remains the prophet, the priest, and the king for his church. As a prophet, he is still teaching them by word and by spirit. As a priest, he is still praying and interceding for his church that their faith fail not. And as a king, he is ruling all events, making them work together for good until his kingdom come. Oh, that we may learn to need him as our prophet, our priest, 
and our King. Thank you.